The armorer accused in the uh, death of Helena Hutchins trial begins next year. Well, and guess who won't be there? Corruption, it happens in small towns too. Michelle Traconis' trial begins early next year. Do you remember the case of Jennifer Dulos who went missing? The lady who said she was too pretty to be arrested, well, she not only got arrested, she got 15 years in prison. And now I don't suggest doing this, but this is protected speech. And in some parts of the country, crime is so bad, criminals are getting robbed while they're committing crime. And then our dumb criminal of the day. Let's talk about it. Hi, lawyer. 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 Good day, everyone. My name is Scott Reich, and this is Crime Talk. Thanks for joining us today. It's December 21st, 2023. That's right. It's almost Christmas. Now, let's go ahead and open the record today. And first on the docket. So, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Alec Baldwin will not be called to testify against the armor accused in the fatal shooting of the cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the Rust movie set down there in New Mexico. Well, how do we know this? Well, the prosecutors have filed yet another amended witness list. And guess what? It does not include Alec Baldwin. Now, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed faces charges of involuntary manslaughter and evidence tampering stemming from the fatal shooting in which Hutchins um, obviously died on the movie set back in October of 2021. Now, as we most people know, I guess, Baldwin was holding the uh, gun at the time that the uh, shooting took place, and he was originally charged with involuntary manslaughter, but the state dropped the charges after new facts had been revealed and it required some further investigation. Well, Ms. Gutierrez-Reed will go on trial over the fatal shooting early next year. The trial is scheduled to begin on February 21st and go through March 6th there in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Well, you may think, why are they not going to call Alec Baldwin? He'd be the perfect person to testify as to what happened, right? Wrong. Guess why? He still has the potential of charges against him. Statute of limitations has not run. And if the prosecutor wanted him to testify, because remember, anything you say can and will be used against you, particularly under oath, Alec Baldwin will be able to assert his Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination, which any attorney would advise him to do. And the other alternative is then the prosecutor would have to give him immunity. So anything that he said on the witness stand could not be used against him in a subsequent trial against himself. I don't think the prosecutors are willing to do that. And so, therefore, that's the reason why Alec Baldwin won't be there. Ladies and gentlemen, corruption exists in small towns just like it does in Washington, D.C. So an Alabama mayor has resigned after pleading guilty to 15 counts of using city employees and inmates to do private work for him. Please meet now disgraced and resigned Mayor Kenneth Nail. Uh, he was the mayor of Hanseyville, and he had city employees work for him while they were on duty. Now, the uh, crimes that he pled guilty to took place between September of 2019 through September of 2023. And now he was initially charged with 15 felonies uh, pursuant to an indictment. But guess what? They cut him a deal, so he only pled guilty to all misdemeanors. Part of his plea deal to plead guilty to 15 misdemeanors was he had to resign from public office and issue a public apology as part of the plea deal. In the indictment, and what the mayor pled guilty to, was he routinely used employees, including then police chief, and inmates in custody to work at his home and other locations. 
On at least one occasion, the indictment alleged that he had city employees drive to Georgia in a city vehicle to work on a trailer that he and his wife owned. Not good. Well, guess what? The mayor, former mayor, must also pay $4,000 in restitution and pay a fine of $2,500 and perform 120 hours of community service work. He'll also be on probation for 15 years and cannot do any work uh, in the uh, public or governmental entity during that time. So this is interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Now you see why somebody can go into a life of public office, and since they don't have to pay for services, they get to save all that money, thereby enriching themselves while they're in public office. That's called corruption. What have I said? People go into politics to loot the treasury and enrich their friends. That's the general rule, ladies and gentlemen. Show me somewhere where that is wrong. I don't care what political party, what it is. I don't know, maybe Mother Teresa, that'd be the only person that you could possibly believe to get into politics to do good. But everybody else, color me skeptical. Just what I'm saying. Next, remember Jennifer Dulos? That's right, she disappeared back in 2019. And although her remains have never been found, her estranged husband, Photo Dulos, was charged with her murder. Obviously, he's dead if you've been following Crime Talk because we followed this. Well, now Photo Dulos' former girlfriend, Michelle Troncanos, is set to face a jury trial on January 8th. Troncanos is charged with conspiracy to commit murder and uh, sundry of other charges. Now, the prosecutors allege that uh, Photo Dulos was uh, lying in wait for uh, Jennifer, his then separated wife, when she referred when she returned to her New Canyon home after dropping her children off at school. When police arrived at the house, there was a trail of blood from the garage all the way to a local park where they found Jennifer's abandoned SUV. Now, investigators also discovered in the house that uh, Jennifer and uh, photos were in the middle of a bitter divorce and a custody battle, according to those court papers. And uh, Jennifer made statements to the effect of, I know that filing for divorce will enrage him. I know he will retaliate by trying to harm me in some way. Well, prosecutors allege that the girlfriend, Traconis, assisted Photos Dulos in covering up Jennifer's murders. And Traconis was living with Photos at the time that Jennifer went missing. And on the night Jennifer disappeared, Traconis could be seen on surveillance video sitting in Photos Dulos' truck as he dumped trash bags at various locations around the city. Those bags were later found, collected, and analyzed, and contained uh, the blood and DNA of Jennifer. Well, police brought Photos and Traconis in for questioning, and later uh, they found a handwritten note in Photos' home that appeared to be a timeline that matched the details to the Traconis uh, had given investigators about the day Jennifer disappeared. Now, Traconis was questioned on three occasions, and the uh, police, during each interview, said that her statements contained conflicting information. Ultimately, Photos was then charged with murder, felony murder, and kidnapping. Traconis was accused of conspiracy to commit murder, two counts of conspiracy and tampering of physical evidence, two counts of tampering with physical evidence, and second-degree hindering of a prosecution. Well, Photos Dulos died by suicide on January 30th of 2020, three weeks after he was charged with Jennifer's murder. Then, uh, while Photos' uh, case was effectively uh, died with him, Traconis' day in court may be the only 
uh, justice that Jennifer's family is going to get in this particular case. Now, Traconis's attorneys maintained that his clients didn't know what Photos was doing when those trash bags were being dumped around the city right after Jennifer's disappearance. And uh, Traconis did get a pretty big victory this month when the judge ruled that the prosecutors can't use evidence obtained from a warrantless search of Traconis's phone, which was seized by the police during a May 31st, 2019 search of Photos's home. Traconis's attorney argued that the investigator violated Ms. Traconis's constitutional rights by going against her indication that she wanted her lawyer. The attorney also pointed out that Traconis could be heard on the video telling the officers that she didn't want to say the wrong thing because there was a language barrier. Spanish is Traconis's native language, and an interpreter was not made available for any of Traconis's three police interviews. Her attorney also filed a motion to suppress those interviews. A uh, jury uh, has already been selected in this case, and opening statements will commence on January 8th of 2024. I guess that is the good thing about the new year, is that all those cases that have been kind of lingering, you put them off, Boom, there they are, first of the year. Let's go. Remember the I'm too pretty to be arrested lady? Yeah. So the Las Vegas woman who confessed to stabbing her mother to death after smashing a glass table over her head has been sentenced to at least 15 years in prison up to life. Now, uh, Miss Bustamante uh, made national headlines when she was arrested at the Harry Reid International Airport and uh, protested to officers that she was too pretty to be arrested. Officers, officers had uh, reportedly arrested Ms. Bustamante after she skipped out of paying a bill at her airport Chili's restaurant um, when the uh, police uh, made contact with her. Uh, Bustamante called the officers perverts and accused them of trying to rape her because they had never seen anyone so good looking. She was also allegedly drunk at the time that she had contact with these police officers. Ms. Bustamante pled guilty but mentally ill to the charge of second-degree murder with a deadly weapon earlier this year. Now, Ms. Bustamante was apparently covered in blood when she was arrested after being stopped on a California highway hours after she now admitted to killing her 61-year-old mother. Prosecutors played the audio recording of the 911 call the night of her mother's murder during Bustamante's grand jury hearing. Quote, I think I killed my mommy. Bustamante could be heard telling the dispatcher on the call. Well, the Las Vegas woman was sharing a home with her mother at the time, and the uh, Ms. Bustamante had killed her mother after an argument regarding cigarettes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Killed her mother with a glass tabletop over cigarettes. Ms. Bustamante also pled guilty to a handful of other felony convictions, including charges of burglary, invasion of the home, possession of a controlled substance with intent to sell, sale of a uh, contraband of a controlled substance, and various gaming crimes. They said Ms. Bustamante got 15 years to life and will be eligible for parole in 2037. But don't worry, in prison, Ms. Bustamante, they like the pretty ones. Next on the docket, I don't recommend you doing this, but it is protected speech, okay? But remember, flipping the bird to an officer can make you no longer a free bird, and it could get the cops sued. So a Vermont state uh, trooper was observed in a uh, video that's been released arresting a man for disorderly conduct after being flipped off and cursed at at a traffic stop. 
That move led the man to file a lawsuit against the trooper for a violation of his rights. So Gregory Bombard was driving through Vermont in February of 2018 when the trooper, a guy by the name of Jay Riggin, pulled him over as the two drove past each other. Riggin mistakenly believed that uh, Bombard uh, had given him the middle finger in passing, but it turned out that Bombard did not make the gesture in that particular moment. He waited till later. Well, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, also known as FIRE, released the dash cam video from the uh, February 9th, 2018 arrest. Now, Bombard is now suing over the incident, arguing that his right to free speech and expression was violated. Quote, as you can hear in the video, if someone flipped you off, what is the citation? What's the crime? Bombard asked, later adding, that would be considered freedom of expression. So I'm going to uh, file a complaint against you. The police officer responded, and you are more than welcome to. So here's the issue. Although it may be freedom of expression, it's so unusual that it requires intervention to make sure you don't need help of some kind, which is basically the cop saying, I'm going to arrest you because you obviously must be mentally ill for doing that. Anyway, the stop concluded after Bombard suggested he would file a complaint and uh, Bombard pulled away. He actually did give the finger and yelled a-hole and F you to the officer. The cop said, I'm going to arrest you for disorderly conduct. And uh, he, in fact, did. Riggin then uh, pulled Bombard over again and arrested him for disorderly conduct. Bombard was handcuffed, searched, and placed in the back of the uh, patrol car before being taken to jail. Now, Riggins also told Bombard that his car would be towed because, well, he had pulled over in that no parking zone. And uh, he was ordered uh, by the state trooper to stop there is what the, his argument was. Well, police are charged with protecting the public, not their own bruised egos, the attorney for uh, Fire uh, stated, it's obvious from the footage that the officer wasn't concerned about Greg's safety. He just wanted to punish him for mouthing off. Well, the charges against Bombard were dropped after nearly a year of having to hire an attorney and do go to court, court appearances, you name it. Now, Bombard is also represented by the American Civil Liberties Union of Vermont, filed a lawsuit in 2021 against Reagan and the state of Vermont for violating his First Amendment rights in Vermont and his constitutional rights. Fire joined the lawsuit uh, last year, and both groups are asking the court to recognize Bombard's First Amendment rights and that they were, in fact, violated when he was interrogated, arrested, and cited by the trooper. So let me recap, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm a free speech advocate, okay? But with free speech comes consequences. Now, how often do we say there's an easy way and there's a hard way? Mr. Bombard could have simply taken his ticket and moved along, argued his case in court. But no, he chose the hard way. And so did the police officer. He could have just said, have a nice day. Let's face it. I don't advise you to go tell police officers, go F themselves. I advise you, don't flip the police officers off. Yes, it is protected rights. But guess what? It could come back to bite you. So like I said, I'm a free speech advocate, but there's also consequences with that free speech. So for example, let's say you actually need help and you've said everything horrible about the police. Someday you may need those police. Then you look like a hypocrite for not doing it. And then you probably wonder why they didn't rush as quickly because, well, you said you hated them. Hmm, yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It is protected speech. 
I have represented people that have done the exact same thing. And guess what? Every time the charges have been dismissed, it is constitutionally protected speech. And long before body cameras, ladies and gentlemen, you probably would have been pulled through the window and maybe hit over the head a couple times with the billy club, and I bet you never would have done it again. Not that I'm condoning violence. I'm just saying. All right. And next, crime is so bad that even the criminals are getting robbed while they're committing crime. So take a look at this little uh, crime spree that was caught on uh, some video camera. These uh, young teenagers, uh, armed, of course, uh, had their getaway car stolen while they were in the act of going to rob somebody else. Uh, the uh, three armed people wearing masks uh, were in the high-low check cashing business in uh, Commerce City. And uh, fortunately, nobody got hurt during the uh, burglary, but the criminals, okay, because they're stupid. Anyway, you can see from the video camera showing the robber's vehicle, a black car with some magenta tape on one of the uh, back windows circling the parking lot before it ultimately stops. Then you see the people get out of the car and they don't lock it. I guess they figure they don't want to have to deal with unlocking the car when they're running to their car. Well, somebody else noticed that as well. A female spotted that the car was unlocked, got in it, and drove off. Apparently a lady. Police have not indicated what her name was other than she's been charged with uh, motor vehicle theft. The uh, armed robbers had to run away. Two of the three were nabbed. Uh, and they were kids, 14 to 15 years old. So I bet the car was probably stolen too. Oh, and they had pistols on them and they were loaded. It just shows you, ladies and gentlemen, when the criminals are getting robbed while committing robberies, you know something's gotta change out there. And then finally, our dumb criminal of the day. I hate to even say it, but yes, it involves a Florida man, <laughs> and uh, apparently he thought he was a superhero, and he attempted to get onto the Air Force base, but couldn't get past security, even though he was retired Air Force. So Barack Roach uh, tried to enter the McDill Air Force Base in Tampa last month, saying that he was Captain America, and he had a meeting with the U.S. Special Operations Command, known as SOCOM, and uh, he had to uh, be there because he had some top-secret information. He eventually gave the officers his military ID, once again showing that he was retired Air Force. But guess what? He wasn't on the list to uh, show up there. But they did search his car, and they found a, a rifle uh, in the trunk and five magazines loaded with about 125 rounds of 5.56 ammunition in the magazines. He's been charged with one count of attempted possession of a firearm on a federal facility. Can't do that. Dumb. Hopefully, these gentlemen will get some help that he may possibly need. But today, he may not be Captain America, but he can proudly wear the title Dumb Criminal of the Day. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see how things go tomorrow. But if we don't get a video up, Merry Christmas to everyone. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week. And remember, the Constitution matters.